0: Everything good? You can hear me? Yeah. Go ahead and test yeah. it out. And put hey, that, hey. yeah, just keep that kind of on your chin like okay. that. It, yep. It's the best. When it pulls it away, it starts yeah, taking gotcha. taking away the uh, All right. The deal. So, hey, everybody, this is the Joe Swanson Propaganda Podcast. I'm here at the Selling Booth at the 2014 Ink and Iron Show. I'm here with uh, Justin Coppolino. Yeah, Man, uh, just introduced uh, by this bad motherfucker over here to my right. This is only audio, so you can't see this shit, but that's Rick Thorne. BMX legend, motherfuckers. He's yelling. I like it. The podcast is brought to you by Kingpin Tattoo Supply, also Waterloo Workstations, and Hustle Butter Deluxe. Thank you to them for uh, supporting my, my shit. And uh, thank you, Justin, for coming on, man. Tell thank you for having me. I just uh, just found out as we were talking about um, the show on Oxygen, Oxygen Network. Um, tell me a little bit about the show and, and what you got going on, man.
1: Well, it's called Tattoos After Dark, and uh, it's based between two tattoo shops, one in Venice called House of Ink and uh, one in Hollywood, which I work at, called um, Ink Candy. Okay. And basically it's the the, the late-night antics and crazy clients that come in and we have to deal with. And, uh, you know, not necessarily every time that we have to deal with, not like it's a problem, but um, there's some good, good things that come out of it. But, you know, some people want some crazy tattoos.
0: Dude, that, <laughs> it's been that way for, for me. Many, many, many fucking years. And now you know? it's
1: finally showing it, <laughs> like what, yeah. we do, what we, you know, have to encounter.
0: Absolutely. And, man, I, I will tell you with the, with the way that things are these days, you know, how much information is out there on tattooing. I was talking to Greg James just a little bit ago, and he's like, it used to be people would come in and they would uh, talk to you about what they want. And now people come in and they tell you what they need you to do. You know what you right. need to do for them. Right. And uh, <laughs> what's the what's the craziest shit you've been tattooing eight years? Um, what's the some of the craziest shit that you've encountered?
1: Well, I mean, let's let's start off with people passing out. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> that's always everyone can relate to that. They've had people pass out on them. Um, but I had one situation where someone passed out, and they actually. Peed all
0: Piss- I was going to ask that, man. Everywhere.
1: And then when they woke up, uh, they asked me if the tattoo was done.
0: Oh, my God. It was
1: like five minutes. I was like, man, the tattoo's not done. We got another three hours. So right. what do you want to do? You want to go home and change your, your pissed pants? Or do you want to just... Fuck. They opted to stay there. Holy shit. In the, the wet clothes and uh, finish the tattoo.
0: Damn, did that shit smell?
1: It started to after a while. Um, I mean, I cleaned... I cleaned up a little bit, you know, as much as I could. Sure. Because I didn't want to. <laughs> I suggested that this person go home. Yeah. Get changed. Come you would think
0: you would think that that would be the the normal. Yeah.
1: And then I've had those people who just can't take anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we just this girl um, uh, that I tattooed, she just couldn't take it, and I felt so bad, and she had to bounce.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I wanted to finish the tattoo. I only got through the line work. Yeah. You know, and it's just. It it you, is what it is. What do you think
0: about the uh, products? Like, you know, Inky's is here in the booth with us and shit like that. What do you think about those kind of I products? I think it's
1: amazing. Yeah. I think Inky's is awesome, um, and they're organic,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, all green. Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. He actually gave me a bunch of uh, products, so cool. I'm, I'm excited to use it, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm about to get tattooed on my ribs, and I want to use some of that shit. I just think some people, um,
1: you know, you give them aftercare instructions, even go as far as giving them a piece of paper so they take it home, and they still call you with questions. Yeah. And, um, you know, some everyone's different with the healing process. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, would, ta-
0: every tattoo is going to heal different, right. even on the same person. That's what I try to express to people. I had this lady who came in the other day, got a great tattoo, left. She was going out, going to have a good time. It was anniversary-type shit, and, you know, she, she texted me the next day or the – Couple days later, no, oh, it was it was after the weekend. She texts me and she goes, "Hey, you know, I went to the doctor and this is like full blown infection and blah blah blah." And I was basically like, "Look, I, you come in, you get all the autoclave records, you can see what we do. Right. Um, it was not." from this shop. You know, it was right. not my problem. What you do after it, I don't know if you went and brushed your leg up against a dirty-ass fucking bar. Rolled and mud, whatever they do. Exactly. You let your <laughs> dog rub up against it, licked it, whatever, yeah. your kids vomited on it or took a shit. What well, the have, biggest
1: thing is with the, the A&D, yeah. using A&D ointment, they don't understand that when they're they're touching it, they don't wash their hands. They just keep layering it on. Right. And all they're doing is caking in whatever bacteria was on their hands.
0: Sure, and that's the thing, too. Like, you have to, you have to remind them that did you? I don't know. Once she left the shop, I don't know if she touched that shit. It's it's a fresh tattoo. When she took the bandage off, did she, was she just at the bar with her hands up on the on the thing, and then kind of like right. goes and shows it to somebody and touches it and look, this is my favorite spot and yeah. this and that. And um, but you look at the tattoo when it left, it was complete. I had pictures of it. It was there was no redness. I used tussle butter on it. I used witch hazel on it, yeah. and there was no redness. It was it looked really nice. That's not my That's not my problem. That right. is That is a problem with the healing, and it is, It is, man. It's, you have to educate.
1: Well, that's why we got inkies to help, you know, if people want to really be professional about their yeah. tattoo. Yeah. You know, because I feel like they come in, they get a good tattoo, they pay good money for it. Mm-hmm. So now it's your job to just take care of it. It's only two weeks. Right. I mean, lately, a lot of my tattoos, um, you know, because I've been doing a lot of half sleeves and sleeves, and... You know, the people, were, they're so eager to come back and get the next session in. Mm-hmm. They'll be coming back, like, seven days later, and the thing's completely healed. It's in the shiny stage.
0: That was the other thing. She had a tattoo from seven days prior that she was still healing. She's like, oh, no, that wasn't. That was healed. You know, I'm like, no, lady, I saw that it wasn't <laughs> right. healed. I know right. what a healed tattoo is. Yeah. And then she says, well, I've been getting tattooed for, because I said, I, you know, my 18 years experience, that wasn't healed. Your body reacts different. Right. If your body's trying to heal this tattoo over here, and we put another one on, obviously that's going to affect the healing of this one because your body is now your trying body. to. And it's on your lower leg; it's a lower extremity, less exactly. circulation. He wasn't the most fit lady, you yeah. know. So I think it's it can be discouraging when they when that kind of shit happens. Can. <laughs> but every
1: canvas, a, every canvas, and even the same one, it's a it's a, it's a new situation every time. I always say to my wife, I'm like. You know, uh, she, she works in the, in the dental field, right? Mm-hmm. So she's all the health department, all that. Yeah. Same stuff that we have to go through, right? Uh, bloodborne pathogen. she knows it all. So, but the di- biggest difference with my job and her job is that there's some consistency there. Yeah. The only thing that's consistent is the way I set up my machines. Sure. And, and, and you know, and, and, and exactly what I do every time, but every skin is different. Yeah. So it's a, every day uh, is a different experience.
0: That's you what never I know what you're gonna get. Right. And that's what I tell you know, I, I talk to people, and we've talked about it on the podcast before, you know, the, the variable of skin is really it's a crazy thing. It, it which what's one of the things that makes this thing that we do, tattooing an interesting art form, is cause you're dealing on a three dimensional, you know, moving, living organ. Yeah. And you're trying to make this amazing art on it. Right. So what's the uh, What's the coolest thing that you've found being a part of this show on Oxygen Network? What's what's the funnest part about being a part of it?
1: Um, well, being around the people that I'm on the show with, uh, they're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. Some, some of the people are awesome to hang out with every day and, uh, and tattoo next to. Um, and just honestly, I, I've, I've found a way for people to actually see what I do and respect what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great outlet, you know, whatever you want to call it. I just, I just love being a part of it, and to see that I can create something from nothing. I always said this with music too, because I've been doing music since
0: yeah.
1: uh, '98. You know, and you uh, play
0: in Rick's band, right?
1: Playing Rick's band, and uh, I've had my own band called Still Standing since '98.
0: Nice. But
1: my point is, it's like, I'm creating a piece of art from nothing, putting it on somebody's skin, mm-hmm. and and then it's a whole different piece of art. Yeah. Can you know, I say to somebody like, when I draw, that's a whole of art in itself sure and i draw this tattoo for it. now i'm putting it on your skin it becomes a whole completely that. different uh, so i'm yes. doing like three or four different art pieces as it goes you know and, sure. and um it's just it's i love it i enjoy it so much it is as, sometimes as frustrating as any other job and people mm-hmm. need to understand that yeah but i'm so lucky i feel yeah you know blessed to be able to do this for a living i, I love
0: it sure yeah i've, I've been in both uh, i've been in both um played around in in the world outside of tattooing yeah. and and did that for a lot of years and i've also been tattooing for a lot of years yeah. and I, I love what i do now i love creating art i i like being around other creative people oh, yeah you know how, what, what drew you to tattooing initially how'd you get involved
1: well okay so i moved to california with my band still standing and um We, uh, you know, we signed a record deal, we did everything. Everything was moving up. We went on tour with Alice Cooper
0: in Canada. We
1: did like a two week run with him. It was amazing. Everything was going great with the music and it still is, but it kind of went, it's like a roller coaster, you know? And I was new to California, didn't have anywhere to live. We were living, uh, my brother was dating Alice Cooper's daughter at the time. (laughs) We were living on her couches in her apartment. It was just crazy, right? It's like, how long can you do this? And I came from Philly having a great job, you know, working my ass off, uh, had my own apartment, everything, you know. And then I came here to start all over again.
0: Living on a couch. You know, and,
1: and, you know, my mom has always been a huge supporter of me and my brother, whatever we did. So, long story short, um, you know, I don't come from money. They didn't really have anything to offer. It's just we came out here and tried our best. Yeah. And we did. We've gotten a lot of stuff from it. But we got sponsored by a tattoo shop interesting right but this guy lou bone it was art to the bone in sherman oaks he's a pretty well-known tattoo artist in that area mm-hmm. and you know tattooed a lot of celebrities and he unfortunately he died and but he before he died he sponsored our band and he was like i used to do this back in the 80s i would <laughs> i'd roll up my rv up to the whiskey and have the band's logo on it and have art to the bone on it great cross promotion right yeah so he did that that was my in i you know i before i went came to california i was hanging in tattoo shops getting tattooed in philly but i never had that i I always used to illustrate when i was younger everything that i saw i would draw it Mm -hmm. but that kind of fell out out of it i you know i started skateboarding i started the band
0: all these other things other creative outlets right
1: and then being in that tattoo shop again just sparked that energy Mm -hmm. and i was like you know what i want to do this like i really want to do it i did a year and a half apprenticeship Mm -hmm. under a guy named john petro he taught me so much and um I really I mean I did a traditional apprenticeship. I mean I was the bitch. <laughs> I was the bitch. I did whatever and then he even left and I was still doing tubes, then he didn't even work there. It was just crazy, you know. Yeah. It's like I was the definition of the tattoo bitch, right? Sure, yeah. And I did it all and I and, and I understand it now. It's the fundamentals of tattooing. Mm-hmm. You don't want to cut corners, you know, um, people see these shows and, and they think that, Oh, I can do it, I can do it. Do an apprenticeship. Find an right. artist that you believe in that is great and has the same, even the same style of art that you want to do.
0: Right. And I, I do always, it right. I always tell people that, like, if you want to get, if you want to get into tattooing, go get tattooed. Go
1: get tattooed,
0: right. So, yep. One, you're going to see if it's something that you're going to, you're going to be around it a lot. You're going to see if, you're going to see the, the, the upside, you're going to see the downside. You have a great opportunity to speak with that artist for right. hours on end right. and ask any questions that you want. And at a certain point, Obviously, you don't want to be you know, beaten down his door with questions the first or her door with questions the first day. Right. But, you know, at a certain point, you develop a relationship with that person, and they're going to see your drive. They're going to know. It's rare these days, I think, that a, that a person is going to walk into a shop, ask for an apprenticeship, and the guy's going to be like, oh, okay, yeah. Or the girl's right. going to be like, yeah, come on in. Let's do right. it. You know, exactly. unless they walk in that place with a tricked-out portfolio of good art. And they have this fundamental, you know, background in their art. And that's going to take – you're taking a whole year out of the apprenticeship at that point because you don't have to teach them necessarily. we get that a
1: lot. People will come in and and always be like, hey – and I still get it. You know, "Um, hey, where do I start? Where do I start? you got a lot of – people have a lot of questions. Where do I start? Here's my art. Yeah. And uh, a lot of times we would just tell them, your art is amazing because they would be an amazing artist, Mm -hmm. right? But they wouldn't be drawing tattoo art. Sure. Like draw tattoos. Look, look, look at um. You know, and you can do any style of art, but make it fit for a tattoo. Yeah. If you're putting so much detail into it on a piece of paper, then it's going to work in a small area. It's not going to work on on skin.
0: You know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah, absolutely.
1: So my point, with the whole thing is like I, I'm just super blessed that I had an in and I got into a tattoo shop. Sure. And they treated me so well, and uh, he always told me, the eye apprentice under said, "You're going to mess around and become a tattoo artist, dude. I can see it already." <laughs> Like, he would tell me that in the beginning stages. And sure. I'm like, thanks, man. Thanks, John, you know. And uh, and he was right. I I have that drive. Yeah. I don't know where it came from. Maybe it was built within. Maybe my mom gave it to me. Maybe my dad, you know, instilled in me. But it's like, I have that drive, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to try to be the best I can be at it.
0: Yeah. Sounds like your mentor gave you a lot of uh, good advice and, yeah. and good uh, direction. What do you think one of the biggest things that he taught you was that, that helped you out to this day eight years later?
1: I would just say, like, um, I I don't know. I mean, he he just—he gave—he didn't give me the drive. I already had it. Mm -hmm. Um, He just made me want to do great tattoos Mm -hmm. and not half-ass anything, and not cut corners. I think that the best advice he ever gave me was like, don't, don't do anything that's going to cut corners. Mm -hmm. This isn't speed. Like, who can do it faster? Like take your time and do it. Sure. You know and do it right. Yep. And uh, I mean, I already had that that drive to, to always investigate and find out what's better, what's mm-hmm. you know. I, mean, I guess that's probably why he said you're gonna mess around and become a tattooist. Right,
0: right, right. I just
1: have that in me. Like sure. What's going on over here? Like why are they doing it this way? Mm-hmm. Just the, the the questions, you know. Yeah. So. What
0: what uh, inspires you more, music or tattooing?
1: Now that's a hard question <laughs> because look.
0: I don't want to say that
1: music hasn't been too kind to me because it has been great, but there's so many ups and downs with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Tattooing has just been a, a blessing. Like mm-hmm. it, it's, I don't really see a negative to it. Sure. It hasn't been mean to me. Right. It's been great. I yeah. love every second of it. And uh, and it helps me stay in California. You know what I'm right. saying? Like I've, I've gotten, a, you know, I got married recently. I was able to pay for that. You know, it's
0: Congratulations, like, yeah. It's,
1: all of that stuff, and, and I keep putting back into my my job. You know, yeah. I always put back into my art, and so and I see it. It just keeps progressing. Music. It felt like it. It's just, it feels like it takes so much longer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You do a year and a half friendship. I'm not saying to everybody like. Oh, you can just do a year and a half friendship and you can become a tattoo artist. That's not how it works. No, you have to have that drive. But I have that same drive for music, and I've done so much in music, but I haven't really reached the goal that I want to get to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and What was it like touring with Alice Cooper?
1: Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. Talk about an experience. I mean, I can die now and be happy that I...
0: (laughs) Cross that off the bucket list.
1: Exactly. You know, and uh, it was amazing. And it was, I think it was two and a half weeks in Canada, and it was just us and Alice Cooper, no other bands. Mm -hmm. And so we had the amazing sound every night. Once it's dialed in, it's dialed in. It's good. Just a different venue every night, you know, Mm -hmm. but uh, it was amazing. Being in front of fifteen thousand people
0: a night, holy shit! I'll,
1: I always tell everybody this: I'd rather be in front of fifteen thousand people than two or twenty or a hundred. Mm-hmm. Because when you're on stage in front of fifteen thousand people, you will never make complete eye contact right. with everyone. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, wow, what's going on over there? Yeah, it's um, a party over there. Yeah,
0: I don't know if the. We tested this out earlier, and I don't think that that shit comes through. We hear it. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, it's, fucking <laughs> a, it's a party over here at the Ink and Iron. If you haven't been out to the Ink and Iron, should fucking come on out. But it's good times. Yeah, I
1: mean, it was amazing, amazing experience, and uh, we learned a lot from it. Yeah. It was just, you know, awesome, awesome uh, to be on stage with Alice Cooper. Yeah, bass player? I'm a singer and bass player. Nice. In Rick's band, I, play, I just play bass, and right. I do a couple backups and stuff like that. Yeah. But I'm actually, okay— um, I just signed a publishing deal for my solo project. Okay. So um, I signed a publishing uh, deal with Round Hill Music in Nashville. I've been flying back and forth. Nice. So basically what they'll do is they'll take my songs, place them in movies, place them in whatever it is. And, uh, sure. And uh, that's it's a placement company. Nice. So they've been getting me a lot of rights here in California, writing mm-hmm. sessions with other co-writes, you know, with mm-hmm. other artists. And it's been nothing but amazing. That's it, good. It's so good. And uh, I, I just can't wait to, because I love music and I, I just can't away
0: from it. I'm not uh, very musically inclined. I've played a little bit of guitar over the years and and dabbled with different musical instruments. What's the biggest difference between creating music and creating tattoo art?
1: There's not a huge difference. Mm -hmm. There's there's not a huge difference because you're putting the same amount of energy into Mm -hmm. your art. Um, Tattooing seems like, okay... When you get a tattoo, mm-hmm. it's it's that. It's you can express yourself now. You don't have to say any words. You don't have to explain it to anybody if you mm-hmm. don't want to. Right. Your songs, writing lyrics, everybody reads into that so much. So it's like mm-hmm. if you're not writing just a generic, uh, you know, universal song and something more deeper, people really, really want to like. Know what you felt about that? Yeah. Why did you write it at that moment? Mm-hmm. No one says why did you do that tattoo at that moment, like <laughs> on that person.
0: Right? What were you feeling at that? Because they asked me to. Moment,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so, I was feeling shitty because I was hung over from the night before, motherfucker, right. or my lady was mad at me, or you know, whatever the fuck. You know, right. I mean, it's unless it's a
1: memorial tattoo, that's a whole different story. Man, and I get a lot of memorial tattoos. Um, I just did one recently. And I, it was a really sad story. You can see it on Oxygen's Tattoo Center yeah. Dark. It was, it was a great episode. And um, you know, because my dad died when I was when I was fourteen. So when people I have a loss. It, it's it's just so sad. And, and as a tattoo artist, you almost become I don't want to say a therapist, but like if you can no, relate to it, I
0: mean, you're yeah. it, it could be man, you do more talking than you actually do tattooing. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. by the
1: time you know it, you're it's like dark out, and you're you're not even finished a tattoo. And, so, um, I really relate with a lot of my clients, especially memorial tattoos. And, yeah. Uh, it, it's a sad thing, but it's also uplifting. They're, they're, they're here to commemorate and uh, represent that person that they love. It's mm-hmm. amazing that I can do a piece of art for them that they love so much that they can look at for the rest of their lives. It's a and
0: great feeling. It's a great feeling. I, yeah, I usually go home after those days really feeling fulfilled with what I did right. for them. A- a- and. At the same
1: l- point drain from doing the tattoo
0: because it's so emmo- easy but mentally it's sometimes emotionally drained too because oh yeah. you're not only excuse me, you're not only dealing with physically manipulating this person's body, working on the skin, all it's a it's a physically taxing thing. People may not think it is, but it is. Yeah. And then emotionally you're you're invested in it as well. You know, I started drawing up this tattoo, talked about it today, and I've talked about it on the podcast. Um, it was for a memorial tattoo for an 11-year-old kid who's di- who died in a, an accident, drunk driver type of thing. And the guy, you know, was tearing up during the whole thing. And I I thought, you know, he, I w- it was a name and a dove. And as he asked me, you know, to draw it up, I thought it maybe it was one of his homies or something yeah. like that. And I'm drawing it up. And I asked him as I was making this stencil, hey, what's this tattoo? Uh, tattoo for and he broke that story down to me and I was just like wow man like I, I, I placed a stencil on him and I, I just said man I, I get what I'm doing right now you know I want you to know that I understand this impact right now right. that you're commemorating this thing and and he teared up during the tattoo a few times and it was it is it's emotionally it's taxing sad. yeah, it really but is, man. very very fulfilling those are the most fulfilling ones you know and I went in that day I remember I got called in to go do that tattoo and so i'm riding my bike um over there i live about two and a half miles away and jump on the bike and i'm just i was thinking to myself before i went in i didn't really want to go in i didn't know what i was getting myself into nobody had really told me what the tattoo was going to be and i'm just like all right I, i'm not feeling it so much right now but i'm gonna make the most of this tattoo." you know right, it's right. it's it's coming upon me as a as a tattooer right now i'm I got this guy's, you know, future in my hands. I need to be the best that I can be. And, right. and you know, that happens. I, I try to do that every tattoo. You know, you have... Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, you always put 100% in, in into a tattoo. Um, but just not to say that you put more into... You, I think you maybe put more
0: emotion. Mental, yeah. Mental, yeah. mental and, and exactly. yeah, the vibrations and shit like that, I think. Exactly, yeah. For sure. So, yeah. Um,
1: so, I mean, look, I'm just super excited to be able to... Uh, Expose myself to the world through, you know, Oxygen's Tattoos After Dark and, um, you know, and, and, and see what people think of, of what I do, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, I mean, so far it's been nothing but amazing. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting so, so many new clients from it, so many new friends from it. Uh, the experience is just amazing. Yeah. And I, I, I'm so thankful.
0: What's next for you, Justin? Uh, how long are they shooting the show? And then, then well, what's after that? Well, right now it's, we've done
1: the first season. Okay, The first season's still... On air, and uh, we just got primetime, 9 p.m. Nice. It started at 11, and then slowly it's been knocking itself down, to, and now it's at primetime, 9 Mm -hmm. p.m. every Tuesday night. Nice. So everyone watch it. Yeah. Oxygen's Tattoos After Dark, 9 p.m. on Tuesday nights.
0: Yeah, man, that's great. I I appreciate you coming on and talking to me. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Uh, I will definitely check that out. And, you know, where can people find out uh, how to get tattooed from you,
1: um, they can go to my website, uh, Justincopolino.com Spell it. Uh, C-O-P-P-O-L-I-N-O. Okay. And uh, justincoppolino.com. You can email me through my website. Also, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, Justin
0: Tattoo. Okay, great, yeah. man. Thank you so awesome. much. Dude, I appreciate thank you for it. Yep. Me, man. Wonderful. Great.